Welcome back to the Photography Bay podcast. I'm your host, Rakita Weathers of Belle Rouge Photography. Hi guys, this is your girl Shan with the Photography Bay podcast. And today we have a special guest, photographer Asia. Woo, woo, woo. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. Well, welcome to the Photography Bay um, podcast and today we wanted to know exactly what type of photography do you do and how long have you been shooting it's such a hard question because it depends on the time and when you ask me the season that i'm in but currently i specialize in lifestyle and streetwear photography uh with a splash of sports photography but i've been shooting upwards to like nine years now Okay. So did you start out as a hobbyist? Were you doing something for your school? It started in school. I was in high school. I started out in film and I absolutely fell in love with the process of not knowing what you're going to get when you get in a dark room and then being able to use my own two hands to be able to develop and create whatever kind of image I wanted to create in the dark room. Okay. Awesome. So are you originally here from Atlanta or are you from somewhere else? Where, tell us, where are you from? I'm from Maryland. I grew up um, outside of D.C. in Montgomery County and I moved here two and a half years ago now, I think. Yeah, after I graduated college, it was about two and a half years ago. Okay. And what would you tell your younger self now that you, with your experience, what you know about the world of photography and just the industry and the art itself? Be true to yourself, but be patient with yourself. I think mm. that like my 16 year old self who fell in love with this thing that no one really understood, got accepted into art school. And then their parents looked at them and was like, if you go, we are not going to help you. You need to get a real degree. Being an artist isn't a feasible means of money or career for yourself or your future family. And here I am nine years later and I'm a professional photographer. Granted, I got a degree in something that I love mm-hmm. tremendously and I use both of those things in my work every day. So I've been blessed to be able to have the best of both worlds, but I feel like I'm making my 16 year old self who wanted to be a professional photographer very proud. That's amazing. So what is in your future, what are some of the things that you want to do as a photographer? Is it something you're pursuing uh, full time? I do understand you're still in corporate America, as well as shooting on the weekends and the evenings. Tell us a little bit more about that. I like to tell people that I have two full time jobs. Okay. Um, I am no longer, I stopped being a, a part time photographer around January. And I realized once I started taking five photo shoots a week, you're not a part-time photographer anymore. You're <laughs> you're all the way in it. What do I want to do with it? I feel like I am going to get to the point where I'm going to be able to have the kind of work that speaks for itself more than it already does. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to work with brands. I want brands to seek my work. Like I want people to reach out to me mm-hmm. and be like, we have this vision and you're the only person that can bring it to life. And I see that my work is moving in that direction. And Mm -hmm. I'm excited about seeing the way that I can use it, especially because I've been able to tap back into like my younger self, who is far more creative than where I am now. I think that like being an adult has kind of encapsulated my 
my creativity and put it into a box and made me feel like I had to shoot and have it be clean cut, but really it doesn't have to be like that. And um, so really in the next like five to 10 years, I see myself having work that's in magazines and uh, brands using it for campaigns because I do specialize in branding. So I would love to be able to be on like a campaigning team mm-hmm. for larger brands and organizations. For any of our listeners that are out there that are beginners, so they haven't really gotten into photography full time, what are five tips that you would give them? Number one is learn your craft. Okay. Everybody wants to be an artist, but not everybody is an artist. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is willing to put in the time and effort and energy to really, truly learn what it takes to do what we do. And I think that for me as an artist who has put so much time effort and energy into learning how to be the best artist that I can be it's frustrating to see people who just buy an expensive camera mm-hmm. and call themselves a photographer right and start charging themselves like $20 people are gonna hire you absolutely so don't like respect the craft and learn what you have to do but also find your niche I think that everybody wants to shoot everything and that's not how you get great. Like you find what works for you, whether it's fine art, whether it's um, surrealism, which is if you're great at surrealism, Mm -hmm. I'm jealous of you because it's really hard to come up with the concepts and the execution behind it. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. master it and be great at that one thing. You don't have to shoot weddings in sports and lifestyle and headshots, you don't have to do everything in order to be a good photographer. Uh, number three would be just to be patient with the process because it's not something you learn overnight. I've been shooting nine years and I still surprise myself. Like I look at some of my work sometimes and it's like, wait, we did that? <laughs> like <laughs> you, like you did this. like. Who stepped into your body and took this picture? Because, like, I don't know how I did that. Like, that kind of stuff. Just be patient with yourself in the process. Four would be collaborate. Some of the best projects that I've ever worked on were partnered with other photographers, models, graphic designers, which most people don't think to do. But Mm -hmm. I have a client that I work with consistently. Um... She owns Brand Elite Studios, and she and I have created some of the dopest pieces of work. Like, I just take pictures, and she takes it, and she runs with it. Wow. She turns them into graphics. She writes on them with, like, you know, pencil and paper and, like, turns it into something I would have never been able to think of. And five would be celebrate the wins because it's easy to get caught up in feeling like you're not good enough. But really taking a second to look at how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Like I keep all of my work from high school. It's all in a box, which is going to be on my wall in a second. But it's all in a box. And I constantly go back and look at like the work I did when I was 16. Because you look at the work that I did when I was 16. You look at the work that I do now at 24. And it's like, I still see myself in it. Mm-hmm. But like, it's evolved. And it's more complex and more intentional and that's important to be able to reflect on where you've come and how far you've grown as an artist 
And it's really great to see. And also, I wanted to kind of piggyback off of what you just said. A lot of times when I even take pictures, I have to sit them down for, you know, let's say a week or two, depending on the deliverable. Because we as photographers, we're so critical on ourselves as far as, oh, maybe I should have did this this way, or maybe I should have done it that way. And then when you actually have the opportunity to actually go back and look at some of your work, like, wow, well, Mm -hmm. I did better than what I thought I would have done. I think that it's um, a really interesting thing because what you just said, I'm kind of dealing with right now because I'm in the process of defining like my aesthetic per se. Mm -hmm. And um, trusting that is really hard Mm -hmm. because everything in me wants to do these like avant-garde edits and things, but like my clients aren't hiring me for that. They're used to seeing my very clean cut, straightforward lifestyle product Mm -hmm. and that's what they want so a lot of times I get nervous posting or sharing or even sending over the creative edits that I do so for some of my retainer clients I've actually um given them the option of both so I give them the clean cut edit and it's just like hey I don't know how you feel about this but Mm -hmm. here's another version of an edit that I really like and I think that you might like too so here you go. So they get, sometimes they get two versions of some of the shots that they get just because like, I'm trying to put myself out there and trust like that, like this aesthetic is something that works for other people, just not me. Correct. But it's hard process to really figure it out. And so like now I've been in the process of going back to like work I did years ago and like re-edit everything from scratch because I keep all the raws. Oh yes, absolutely. So I go back and I just see what I can do differently than what I did the first time. And that's been interesting. What is one of the wildest things that you ever shot? Like the most craziest, oh my gosh, are you serious? You want me to shoot this? Uh, Or even like an experience that was of a lifetime? I don't know if I had an of a lifetime experience. Well, you know, you still have have a lifetime. (laughs) I have one photo shoot that I Whenever someone asks me what I mean by I want to go back to being my 16-year-old self as a photographer, I'm referring to a specific photo shoot. Okay. My best friend in high school, Catherine, and I were in all of the photo classes together. And it was me, her, and this guy, Eddie Aldana. (laughs) And the three of us would compete to see who would come up with the craziest concepts for our projects. There was one time in particular... We had these self portraits. Mm-hmm. So, in the house that I grew up in, there was a room in the basement that had no windows, which is wood panel walls. And when you close the door, it was black. And I remember this was before I had a tripod. This was right after I got my camera. And I put the camera on the bookshelf in this room. And she and I, the only thing that was in this room was a bookshelf, a clothing rack, and a bed that was sitting on the floor. Okay. And we played our favorite kind of music at the time, which was dubstep, Judge Your Mother. And um, <laughs> we turned off the lights. We went in the room. We set the timer to take 10 photos like per second. Mm-hmm. And it used the flash. And we just danced to dubstep. And the camera was literally flashing as we we're dancing in front of it. I still have these photos, which is absolutely embarrassing because we look crazy. But I took those photos and I put them in Photoshop and I layered them with um 
photos of nebulas mm-hmm. and, like galaxies mm. on top of it and that hands down is one of the best features i've ever done super futuristic super and then we did um levitation photos in the same project where we like would like find random places around like the house or outside and like photoshop out the stool that we were sitting on and we would like pose in these like crazy ways it was that's the kind of stuff that i feel like i will never forget as an artist and i cannot wait to get back to being that kind of artist so what's holding you back (laughs) time 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 because a lot of times those pictures were self-portraits right so now i've been able to have the pleasure of working with a makeup artist who is like down for whatever and models who are like say less this and like are ready to come through so i have a few projects in the making mm-hmm. um they're gonna have to wait till the new year because i'm just getting settled in my new house and stuff but like time has been the only thing the last the closest thing i've gotten to that was my last self-portrait shoot that I did around my 24th birthday. And I literally like could not make the concept that was in my head come to life. And so I just started like flashing the camera and I was just sitting there like running through emotions (laughs) and letting the camera just flash. And like, I was smiling, I was laughing, I was crying. I just had everything and then I put them in black and white. So it was like that kind of stuff. So I kind of did it, but like, I still don't feel like I'm that far yet. So tell our listeners from beginning to end with the concept for your self-portraits, what is it something you think about and you say, oh, I'm going to try this at like 10 o'clock at night when I'm not doing anything on a Saturday. How do you come up with the concepts and the execution? So in full transparency, most of my um, self-portrait shoots come out of a need to escape my reality. Okay. Um, Usually comes during like an existential crisis or um, an emotional like constipation of some sort. I literally have to sit down and force myself to create in order to process whatever feelings I'm feeling. Um, Most people don't realize it, but like when I'm doing self-portraits or I'm taking photos of myself, it's usually like a four to five hour process of just being in front of the camera because I hate being in front of the camera, ironically. Um, it is <laughs> an emotional process okay. for me um, because taking pictures for me is a very intimate and um, almost spiritual-like experience for myself. Um, not even with just me, but like with my clients too, which is why I work so hard to build relationships with them. But a lot of times if I feel like I need to create the first thing I do is I get on YouTube and I watch some of my favorite photographers create like all those YouTubers that like mm-hmm. blog behind the scenes, love them so oh, much. Yes. Mango Street, Jessica Cobesi, okay. Come on like, now. I love them and I sit and I like I will play them on my TV screen for hours until I feel like I've gotten a spark. And then if I don't feel like I've gotten a spark from that. I, um, my first love, I will tell anybody, is music. I grew up singing, grew up, you know, listening to all kinds of music. So sometimes I'm watching YouTube videos and listening to different projects at the same time. Sometimes I'm dipping back into like some of my favorite projects from high school and college and getting inspiration from that. Sometimes I'm listening to music that just came out. Um, Music is another point of inspiration for me. So between those two things, they kind of come together and I kind of like formulate an idea from there. And then comes the hard part, figuring out what I'm going to wear. I don't ever know. I'm not a stylist. I don't, I don't 
Listen, sometimes I just wear a blanket and just call it a day because I cannot wrap my head around what to wear. Mm -hmm. And then I let myself, after I figure out what I'm going to put on, if I put on anything at all, I sit and I just let myself feel things. And whatever I feel in front of the camera, I just let the camera go. And um, sometimes I get really strange poses out of it. Sometimes I get really interesting concepts. One of my favorite concepts was one day I was in my house and I think I took pictures for like three hours this day. I, I think I went through two different outfits and four different spots around my house. And my favorite part of the concept, however, was I was in the bathroom and I was facing, I was sitting on the kitchen counter, kitchen counter. The bathroom counter mm -hmm. and I had smaller mirrors that were on my counter and I was facing the smaller mirror but you could see me looking in the mirror from the camera because the camera was behind me right so it would sit um behind me it would see it would look right into the camera where you can see my face but you can also see my reflection in the bigger mirror behind the smaller mirrors so like all of this like kind of inception of like different Faces, because like you couldn't really see my face in all of them unless you were looking at the smaller mirror. Right. And so I was posing like really dramatic, like, and I was sitting on top of the counter in this like kind of formal looking outfit. I had a full face of makeup at this point, like, but just being able to just kind of feel and like let like move around until I figure out like things that I've never seen before or things that I've never tried and like different ways of shooting. I mean, I'm in the bathroom. Right. For like, all, That's creativity right. galore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in the bathroom on the kid, like the bathroom sink, taking photos. My camera's just sitting on a tripod and I have like Wi-Fi capability so I can see what my camera sees. I'm just like finding a pose and like clicking the, the shutter. And I did that for three hours. I think I spent two hours alone in the bathroom and then it like golden hour hit and I went outside on the balcony and just started like. I mean, standing with my legs in the air and doing strange. It was very interesting. Like, my friend actually came over in the middle of it and, like, was watching me in the living room. Like, what the heck? And I was like, just ignore me. Let me work through this process. And I'm sure some of these pictures are going to be fire. So it's going to be fine. So it's even therapeutic for you as well. Oh, without a doubt. I will literally call my friends and be like, hey, I need to create. So what are you doing? Like, right now. Like, stop what you're doing. Let's go take some pictures. Come on, support. <laughs> no, I love it because my friend's like, yeah, I'll be there in an hour. What do I wear? I'm like, wear whatever. You can wear nothing. I don't really care. We're going to find somewhere to go take some pictures. I don't really know yet. Right. I had a friend. Um, when I first moved out here, we were both trying to figure out, like, how to get into, like, being, like, visual artists. And, like, every Monday, he and I would choose a, a spot and just shoot for hours. I would shoot him. He would try to shoot me. He's a videographer. So it didn't really work that well. But, you know, we got some fire stuff out of these stuff. But it's just I've been blessed to have other friends who are creatives and understand my absolute need mm -hmm. to create what I need to create. Awesome. And one last thing before we wrap up, tell people how can they find you on Instagram? What's your website? Well, my girl Jasmine's still working on my website. So you can follow me on Instagram at asmith underscore. So it's A-S-M-I-T-H-H-H -H -H underscore asmith. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and we look forward to following you and seeing great things in the future thank you so much for having me it was a pleasure tune in next week on the photography bay podcast where we will have our special guest nathan piercy of n piercy pics
See you soon.